Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Uh, you know, I've been here a long time. A lot of athletic directors. Mal Moore has a great legacy here. Greg Byrne is the athletic director. He joins us on set here in Mal Moore's building. He's got the name on the building here. And uh, I know Coach Moore... Uh, meant a lot to this place, but to to the job that you feel, uh, do you have a memory of Mal Moore? Yeah, one of my favorite Coach Moore stories. I was 36 years old when I became the AD at Mississippi State, which, uh, you know, I, I certainly wasn't ready for it at that point. And I go to my first SEC meetings. I think we were in Phoenix. And I'm, I'm, I don't get nervous about much. I was a little nervous walking into this room full of ADs. Everybody was 20 years older than me. And uh, I talked to Greg Sankey, who was Mike Sly's right-hand guy at the time. And and I said, uh, I said, Greg, tell me something about Coach Moore where I could kind of break the ice with him. And uh, he said, you know, Coach Moore does a wonderful job in the room. Sometimes his phone will ring in the middle <laughs> of the room, though. So I, I said, I got it. So I, I go up to Coach Moore, and I said, hey, Coach Moore, it's Greg Byrne. I'm new AD at Mississippi State. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know who you are, Greg. And I said, I'll make a deal with you. And he said, what's that? I said, as long as I can ask you anything I want to about being an athletic director so I can learn from you, uh, I'll make sure your phone never rings during the SEC AD meetings because I've heard it rings occasionally. And he laughed. And he said, "He said, partner, you got yourself a deal." <laughs> so uh, Mal and I, I, I love the man. And uh, when when uh, Regina and I had this opportunity seven years ago now, hard to believe. Wow. wow. Yeah, that uh, we stood right here and got introduced, and you know, it's 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 been a dream and at a place as special as what the university of Alabama is, um, you know, every single day I can tell you, try to think how, how, how can we make, make sure we represent this university and in the manner it deserves to be represented and, and following coach battle and coach Moore and, you know, bear Bryant was the AD at one time coach Bryant was. So, um, that's a, it, it's an honor. Dunway started the show by Jackson dart. Ole Miss quarterbacks got a new NIL deal. With uh, is it Nichols Jet? Nichols Air. Nichols Air. Yeah. yeah, I've never heard of Nichols Air. We hadn't heard of it, but uh, he's got a nice little NIL deal there. And there's a theory out there that there are some established coaches that are getting out of college football and they want to go to the NFL. They want to become coordinators. They don't want to deal with NIL. From an athletic director standpoint, how difficult is NIL right now? NIL is is challenging to say the least. Um, listen, there's been some really good stories. You know, Bryce Young is one that's brought up about what's taking place montana fouts where they have their their market power has earned them great opportunities partly because they're at the university of alabama right and those those are great and we want to continue to make sure there's those opportunities are out there the challenge right now is when states are doing their own thing right when when things are completely unregulated and from one state to the other and it just creates a and people sometimes push back on it but it's the god's honest truth it is unsustainable, and we are we are passionate about having broad-based programming here at the University of Alabama, having the Olympic sports, supporting the Olympic movement. That's not just the University of Alabama, um, and it's something that we need to create a model soon, and I know people are working on it, and, and I, I've been part of some of those conversations, and Dr. Bell has been a great leader, our president, through that. Uh, Greg Sankey has as well, and we need to make sure we do everything we can to put a model together that allows intercollegiate athletics at at at, at our level to be sustainable for the long haul. Because you know everything has regulation in some manner, and and we need we need regulation. That it's good. You, you don't need over regulation, but we need regulation in this. 
and and allow the opportunities from an educational standpoint, which is really important to have that be part of the college experience. That's right. right? <laughs> and then from a from an athletic standpoint, from a social standpoint, we do a really good job at the University of Alabama in those areas. And we want to make sure that we continue to do that, but we can't do that without support uh, and some some regulations that give us give us a level playing field so everybody knows what that one one state's working the same as the other. Greg Byrne is with us, the Alabama Athletics Director. In the event players became actual athletic department employees, does that complicate it more? Does that clean some up? Um, it, it, there's certainly complications, and not just athletics; it's yeah. campus wide. And and I do I do think the idea of you know co- college athletics, there's a lot of pressure that you, you want to win, you want to be at the highest levels, and there's nothing wrong with competition. That's a good thing. It's 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 good for a young person to learn how to deal with competition. That helps right. develop who you are. Um, but at the same time, too, we we are pretty. There's a lot of grace in our in our world, right? Because I know when we were 18 years old, we all made good decisions every day, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And we allow young people to come in and develop who they are now. And, and and in that environment, they're going to allow to be able to develop and grow. I mean, Coach Saban and I have talked all the time about the importance of development at this time and sustainability and, and making sure that uh, they're in an environment that allows them to grow, learn from mistakes, and develop to the best of their abilities. The college years are critical for that. And uh, and so I don't think it's just as simple as saying, oh, that make them employees. I don't think that at all. I, I, but what I do think is is to create a model for college athletics that we all know what the rules are, that we all can follow those rules, and 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 having some guardrails and what's taking place from an NIL standpoint is going to be very important for that. And, and I would imagine there are, uh, across the country, um, hundreds of boosters and friends of programs and donors to universities that also would love to see some guidelines because they are giving generously uh, for buildings on campus, from libraries to softball complexes, and now you're asking them also to help with this and that. At some point, they would love some guidelines. I would imagine. Yeah, they they would. I, I you know I think that uh, when you talk about it, and when they see legitimate nil opportunities for the young people out there, I think they celebrate that. I think they think this is a good thing. I also know when it's just when when there are um, efforts to just say, hey, straight play for play. You know, that's not something I think that a um, a lot of the boosters are necessarily uh, embracing at the levels of what you sometimes hear out there publicly. Right. Um, you know, I, I tell the story and I, I, there was, there was an agent out there a few months ago that didn't a uh, story that said, I'm, I've got so many million dollar offers for my clients. And, uh, and people took that. I, I, I heard a person or two say, well, wow, that's unbelievable. I didn't realize that. It's like, have you ever heard of marketing? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever do you think that's a hundred percent accurate? That's right. And because listen, um, to and I've said this before, and and it gets a little bit of coverage, but not a lot. At Alabama, what we spend on a young man or a young woman who's on a full ride scholarship, not counting a dollar in salaries, okay, but we spend on it academically, athletically, and socially, is up over a hundred and ninety thousand dollars a year. Per athlete, okay. Per yeah, athlete. Per, athlete. Wow. Yeah. per year. Per year. Per athlete per year. Yeah. yeah. And, and the example I use, I count charter flights in there because there's an academic and athletic and a social benefit for that compared to riding a bus for eight hours, right? Which you have to do at some different levels of college sports. And so your our investment in our young people to develop them to their to their highest levels of their abilities, we're, we're, we're we take a lot of pride in that. And sometimes 
you'll hear, well, you shouldn't invest in facilities and all these different things. One, to have facilities, as we've heard about with an arena, is not, you know, is really expensive to do. And um, and so we lose track of it at the same time, all the time and energies that the people in this athletic department, uh, our coaches, our staff, and our resources that we put into giving a great experience. I think Coach DeBoer's already seen that just across the board and how we do things here. And I know he's going to be on later. I'd ask him about that. Uh, you know, I, I don't think there's a better place in the country for a young man or young woman to come develop to the best of their abilities. And we're proud of that. Okay, let's go back. I think it was six weeks yesterday. It might be seven weeks. Everything's flying by. Um, Nick Saban retires. Did you have a gut feeling when he's like, hey, Greg, we need to talk? <laughs> when, when, when did it, like, Finally, you were able to process, oh, my God, this guy is actually shutting it down. Yeah, it, you, obviously, w- one of the things, that many things that make Coach Saban as special as he was, he, he compartmentalizes everything, right? Um, and the structure and the discipline of what he what he does as a coach and as a person is, is as good as I've ever seen. So um, I will tell you, without trying to go into all the details, I couldn't have asked for better communication from him. And and he was, uh, he was really uh, thoughtful. Um, we... We, uh, but he didn't. He wasn't ready to talk about it till he was ready to talk about it. Which we didn't ever wanted to talk about it, but we knew at some point that would come. And so, uh, you know, and I, I being being totally transparent about it, till I heard the words come out of his mouth in front of the team, there was a part of me that wondered, man, is this really going to happen? Uh, but from his communication the, for, between the two of us, I couldn't have asked for better communication. Um, I keep waiting for him to walk through the door, though. Right now. Yeah. Right there? So it, 17 years, you get used to certain things happening. Yeah. I don't know why he's tearing up right now. I don't know if he notices. <laughs> he would say, why are you guys on my stage? What are you doing here? Yeah. Where, where you, got, you got us the Sani bottle, so you're doing that, that's right. Why are you in my building? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's right. Hey, I'm one of those guys. I can't live in the moment, though, and that's that's one of my many faults. But, like, if, if I got told that, I would immediately, and I know you got to respect the greatest to ever do it, but I would immediately be thinking, well, where's my next move? How quick did Kalen pop in your head? Well, and I, I, I told Coach this. Um, we wanted to do nothing that ever made him think for a single second that we were doing doing anything but totally supporting him as our head coach. That was that was the foundation. That's what we were doing. And but at the same time, too, and I said to him, I said that you know uh, it would be irresponsible on my part if we weren't prepared for when this time came. And he said, absolutely, uh, he agreed with that. So. Um, when we started talking more seriously about it, I talked to him about where I think we had to be from a process standpoint, which he appreciates the process, right? Right. Um, and, and in today's world, with the transfer portal, with NIL, with uh, just the the realities of what we're facing, and so he, uh, you know, I, I I told him, I said, listen, I we've been researching coaches for a few years. And and uh, hoping we'd never have to act on it, but at some point we would. So, uh, Kalen DeBoer's name was one that was on there right off the bat when we talked about it. And uh, and you know, and I, and I did talk to him through the process. He was very helpful. Uh, he was very thoughtful, like he always is about anything, because he genuinely and he him as Terry both genuinely care about the University of Alabama, and they want to see us continue to have success based off of the foundation that was built over the last 17 years on top of the foundation in the past as well. And so, um, you know, so when we talked about coach DeBoer and, and, uh, he was very positive about him and didn't, you know, didn't know him well at all, but was certainly, uh, impressed with the job that he had done wherever he had been. 
next vacation for you. Where are you going? You got one planned yet? Uh, Clearly, with a ch- coaching change and everything <laughs> going on, you got to have uh, some downtime coming up. July. That's July. July. Yeah. And Ruchina and I actually did go away for uh, two days uh, uh, the weekend of the Texas A&M. Oh, we call those weekends. but yeah, yeah, a long weekend. Yeah. yeah. Not, it, spring's the busiest time of year for it. Oh, I know. Because yeah. so, baseball, a lot of events. Softball, a lot of events. Tennis, a lot of events. Basketball, they're still going. Um, and I just talked to Rob Vaughn, our baseball coach, this morning. And, you know, we, we won yesterday in Birmingham, but it was a close game. And, and uh, uh, you know, I said, hey, you're not going to see me a whole lot because of basketball over the next month. But uh, but once we get through uh, March and the first first couple weeks of April, I'll be here out of the ballpark. Do, do you, are you obliged to send a text or make a call to every coach that has a win? Well, you want to make sure you do it when they lose, too. <laughs> okay. You do. Right. Yeah. So, so every day you're in contact with it, 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 at least one quick text. Hey, I, great job. I don't. I, I probably don't bat a 1,000 on getting to every coach every game, but I I make sure they know we're watching, that we're supporting, that we care about what they do. Um, and then when July comes, uh, Regina and I have discovered uh, going up to the mountains of North Carolina and just absolutely love it up there so we we, we tr- we'll, we'll, we'll get there this july but i literally a couple summers ago i went to europe during the summer i came back because i did it at the very end of july i came back exhausted and so then i had to start the year exhausted so it, <laughs> I, it's really important that we that we do well you know what you there. need you need a, a quarterback that's got a jet deal yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so nickel's there did it nickel's there that's yeah. right yeah wow. greg's okay. greg's gears returning i can yeah. tell and your yeah. wife's gonna go full circle with you so yeah. if you walk into that cabin she's gonna go I tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make a deal with you. I'm gonna make it so your cell phone doesn't ring during this whole trip. Uh, I'm all for that. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. a good thing. And in we, fact, in fact, I do put it back in in another part of the house so I don't hear it and just take your cell phone. Right? Yeah. Hey, uh, can can we note the fact that we went an entire interview with you and asking about a new arena? I'm the only the, one that brought it up. Right? I know. I think that's the first for us. Yeah. So no new arena questions. We're, we're still. We're, do you want to announce something? No, but but I will <laughs> tell you our our fund, fundraising staff continues to do a really good job. I, I know. Sometimes people think that $100 million is, you know, that's pocket change. Well, that's what Lance says. Yeah. I mean, well, we want to know what naming rights would cost us. Well, I tell you, we, let's talk about it. You, uh, we, we, we could get it done for $60 million. Yeah, $60 million. I mean, it's already a circle. It's yeah. perfect. That's right. right. Right at midcourt. We'll and, we'll, and we'll put it up on the roof. Every, every... Can, we, can we put it on a credit card? <laughs> Sure, checks in the mail. <laughs> you, see, you see who handles the credit card. <laughs> Alabama Athletic Director Greg Byrne will continue our conversations 